0: is up spiritual hooligan are you wasting your life trying to fit in with all the people who don't believe what you believe is that drunk monkey in your head telling you that you just need to toe the family line or don't make waves you can just be who you want but you know just be who you want in secret and quiet well look i've been coaching high conscious people like you for decades and we all get tricked into believing that Trying to fit in with everyone else will make us happy or avoid conflict, but here's the secret. It's the exact opposite. It has the opposite effect on your life. My name is Matthew Ferry, and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to slow down, to pause, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So let's begin by taking a long, slow, deep breath in together. Hold your breath as long as you can. Close your eyes if it's appropriate. If it's not appropriate, just keep them open. Who cares? Just roll with me here. Keep taking long, slow, deep breaths, holding them as long as you can, being in the moment. Let's let go of the stresses and the concerns of your day. Let's release survival consciousness in favor of enlightened consciousness. And the way we do that is by setting our intention. Let's do that together. Please set the intention for enlightened consciousness to flow through, to experience the purity of my own consciousness, to know that all is well, to embrace life, people, and circumstances exactly as they are. Please set the intention to release my need for things to be different, to practice total and complete acceptance of all people in all situations at all times, including myself. Now take a deep breath in, will you? Connect with this idea that all is well. Peace of mind is an expression of the enlightened perspective that all is well. And getting to the place of all is well is only accomplished by transcending the illusion of the survival mind. And the survival mind is very important, very valuable. It's just that it's not important and valuable for you any longer. I call the survival mind the drunk monkey. And the drunk monkey is not in the all is well business. The drunk monkey is in the survival business. And today, I want to read you from my book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life. And we're going to read chapter 12 of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. And this is on an unconscious reflex of the drunk monkey called the desire to fit in. Awareness of the drunk monkey and its unconscious reflexes puts you at the height of humanity. When you're aware, you move from mid-level humanity to the height of humanity because humanity is predominantly stuck in the illusion of survival. When you can spot these aspects of the mind, you will appear to have otherworldly power to transform problems and issues. As you enlighten You will naturally move into a trusted advisor role in your community. Your friends, your family, your colleagues will flock to you for your counsel. And as a result, you'll find yourself with lots of new interesting opportunities. Now, I've found my clients and my students who embrace enlightened perspectives are simply more prosperous. They're more stable. They're more consistent than other people. And by the way, many of my students resisted what I was teaching them. The fact that you are reading this, or in this case, watching or listening to this right now, is an indicator that you are in the process and that you possess the propensity for enlightenment. Very important. Now, to achieve Quiet Mind Epic Life, You must become a master of awareness. This is the key. I call this the game changer process. Awareness makes you flexible, which reveals new options. And that's what gives you power. So let's do an awareness exercise around the unconscious reflex of the drunk monkey called the desire to fit in. Now, it's imperative that you start to notice that you're unconsciously driven to fit in. We are each impacted by the familial, cultural, and societal influences that we're exposed to at a very young age. From a survival standpoint, it's very valuable to learn how to be a part of the pack. But from an enlightened perspective, you must see that this is a reflex. It's literally like a hammer hitting your knee, boink, and your knee pops up. This desire to fit in is a reflex of the drunk monkey that must be transcended. It's time to be honest with yourself. You are a pack animal. It is a simple fact that our genetic history is based on the pack mentality. Branding together or banding together, that is, banding together for the good of the group is pervasive in our consciousness. By forming complex social groups who all work together, our species has created a very successful structure for survival. Each family group is a microcosm of the larger whole. Making sacrifices for the family and putting your needs aside for the greater good of the family was domesticated into you through a complex system of assumptive language, rewards and punishments. From a very early age, you and I, everyone we know, we began to mirror the behavior of the family group in order to be accepted as a part of the group and to be nurtured. The unconscious reflex, the desire to fit in, is very powerful. Your genes are literally programmed with the behaviors that developed from times when being an outcast meant death. As a child, you were compelled to do whatever it took to win your parents' love. Almost everyone, not all, okay, but almost everyone grows up in environments where being yourself meant upsetting the family group. Very few people are able to say what they really think, dress the way they really want, live the way they really want and create the life that they want without upsetting the people in your life. I want you to really let this next statement in and I want you to ponder it. Ready? Let's take a deep breath in. Hold your breath. The odds of you staying aligned with pack mentality while fully self-expressed and living with zero, sorry, living with your full potential are damn near zero. Let me say it again. The odds of staying aligned with pack mentality while fully self-expressed and living your full potential are damn near zero. They don't go together. But enlightenment changes all of that we celebrate those people who break away from the pack and do something that took courage it's so rare so few can escape the gravity of the desire to fit in and i'm not saying that successful people like oprah and richard branson who break the cultural norms are enlightened i'm not saying that but their creative courage represents an ability to ignore what is in essence a hidden motive to survive that is triggering an unconscious reflex of the drunk monkey. You must catch the drunk monkey blinding you with the unconscious reflex, the desire to fit in. It causes you to believe that behaving differently is risky. Now, think about the story that I told you, and this is somewhere else in the book, okay, but I told you about the fear that this book would cause me to be ostracized in my professional community. That's a cocktail of hidden motives to survive and unconscious reflexes that could have kept this book from seeing the light of day, from me reading it to you right now. And let's just get really practical When you break protocol with your culture, your business associates, with your family group, they get uncomfortable. And they don't even know why, to be honest with you. They are slaves to the drunk monkey and they crave conformity, even if they say they don't. And when you do what you want, it's disruptive to the status quo. That's why the name of my book or the subtitle is Escape the Status Quo escape the status quo, and experience enlightened prosperity now. Oftentimes, if you are brave enough to do what makes you happy, your family and your friends will experience a fight-or-flight response. They want you to be exactly who you are or who you've been, following the unconscious rules that everyone else is following because this helps their drunk monkey keep you in a neat and tidy box. They are programmed to believe that different is dangerous. We all are. This aspect of our consciousness, our survival system, was developed hundreds of thousands of years ago. It's how we identified who's in the tribe and who's not. If you behave differently, you're not a part of the pack, which means you are a threat. Now, I know, right? I get get a lot, right? I hear it. I hear the drunk monkey, right? Matthew, I don't want to upset the people in my life. Maybe I don't need this quiet mind, epic life stuff after all. I feel like maybe I should stop watching this or maybe it's too risky. And I just want you to hold on there, Skippy. First of all, it's too late. (laughs) Hey, you can't help yourself. Buddha said it. Perfectly. Once one hears of enlightenment, nothing else will do. You have been on this quest for a long time. So just make peace with it. It's happening. It's been happening your whole life. And you've always been different from the rest of the pack. Sorry, it's just the way it works. And secondly, you are just proving my point. You're not free when the drunk monkey is saying that stuff. This reflex is literally trying to stop you from seeking enlightenment for fear of not fitting into the group. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is the thing that I'm trying to help you to get free from. You're having a reaction, right? And, and as I'm saying these words, blah, 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 you are probably making up stories. I don't know if I want to break from the back. How are people going to react? But my words are the hammer And your thoughts are the knee, boink, that keeps springing up automatically, unconscious reflex. So the question is this, is that what you're committed to? Are you committed to being a mindless robot programmed by society so that you don't ruffle any feathers? Because bringing an enlightened perspective to your culture, to your friends, to your business, to your family will be one of the greatest benefits that you could ever bring to that group. There is no greater prize than bringing the example of profound peace, the recognition that all is well. Ultimately, in your enlightened state, your presence will be experienced as a gift to the people around you. Here's a reminder of what is at stake. Enlightenment provides you with a context to enjoy unbelievable freedom, creativity, power, and influence over your life. As you pierce through the veil of the mind's denial system, you will have more power over your life. And when you see all of life as innocent, perfect, or meaningless, you will deal with things more sensibly. Look, when you embrace your enlightened perspectives, you massively reduce suffering. You can get to a place where there is no suffering. You will get to a place where there is no desire. There is no worry. There's no doubt. There is a bold, creative energy inside of you. There is an inspiration. There's just a love, compassion, and acceptance for all. The joy you will feel is so overwhelming that you will burst into tears. You will literally be blown away so grateful to be alive. You want that, right? It is the most delicious state you could possibly imagine. And you're on the verge of it right now. So let's Quiet the drunk monkey all together, okay? I've got your back here. At first, your unwillingness to participate in gossip, your release of negative attitudes, your unbridled compassion, and your willingness to accept everyone for everything that they represent will be very disruptive to the people that you know. They are used to you being jealous, agitated, judgmental, prideful, playing the victim, excluding people who aren't a part of the group. Yes, even you, the kind and loving spirit, even you can be mad and frustrated and righteous. You know it, right? You know what I'm talking about. And as you release your need to fit in and toe the family line, your joy will start to burst out of you. The good news is your joy will be very attractive to the majority of the people in your life. Some of the negative Nellies won't like you anymore, just so you know. They just won't. But I'm pretty sure you're okay with letting the negative Nellies go, right? In the past, you've been naturally drawn to activities and behaviors that are consistent with the way that you were raised and the people that you associated with. That's the past. Most families do not have a culture of enlightenment. For most families, practicing total and complete acceptance of all people in all situations at all times, including yourself, is thought of as dangerous or absurd. You were likely told to exclude people who aren't, quote unquote, the right kind of people you are conditioned to believe that gossip, negativity, and being judgmental are normal. You may have felt like you didn't need to participate or, right, or like you had to participate even worse. And that if you didn't participate, that you were in opposition to your family members. Now, survival programs are very different than enlightened consciousness. Very different. Your family group did the right thing. They did their best to show you how to live in the world in a survival state. They were not concerned with happiness and peace. They were concerned with you being able to put food on the table, find a mate, have babies, and keep the species alive. You were taught to survive. But let's look at how the desire to fit in takes us out of alignment with ourselves and what to do about it. My client, Sally. Obviously, I changed her name for to keep our confidentiality agreement. My client, Sally, is a mom of three kids. She comes from an upper middle class family. She's been married to the same man for coming up on two decades. And he's very, very successful and has a very strong opinion on most things. She's really easygoing. She likes her quiet time. She's very intuitive. Most people would say that you know, she's a sensitive soul. But like you and I, she is deeply spiritual. And when we met, she was a long way from enlightenment. She was in those beginning stages where you know how to be happy, but so many things knock you off your center. It took constantly engaging in the rapid enlightenment process, to go into those enlightened states. But eventually she got there. Now, one of the biggest blocks to her joy was the unconscious pull to fit in. She wanted to be a great mom. She wanted to do well by her children. But she really just wanted to make sure that she was being a good mom. And that caused her to do a lot of suffering and a lot of lamenting. She was incessantly worried about living, you know, quote unquote, the right way, fearing that if she didn't do that for her kids, that she would screw them up because, you know, because she wasn't doing it right or she was giving them the wrong example. She couldn't stand the idea that they would have bad lives because of her. Does this sound familiar? If you're a parent, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? I know that you can relate to this story. Using awareness exercises, using awareness exercises and hours of reflection, self-examination, Sally began to see that she was being run by the drunk monkey. So step one in this process is to distinguish the unconscious reflex. Sally's inner conflict was fueled by the desire to fit in. As she pondered changing her rules, it literally filled her with anxiety, and that surprised her. She became present to her unconscious reflex to fit in, making herself happy and doing what she thought was right Caused her fight or flight mechanism to fire off. Let me say that again. Making herself happy and doing what she thought was right intuitively actually caused her fight or flight mechanism to fire off. Well, what will my husband think? What will my parents think? Will my friends think that I'm a bad mom because I'm breaking the tradition and I'm following my heart? She just kept noticing her body's reaction. Her heart rate went up. She became filled with anxiety. The drunk monkey had her in its grips. Now, you know that at the heart of every unconscious reflex, I hope you know this now, maybe if this is the first time you are listening or watching, but at the heart of every unconscious reflex of the drunk monkey, there is a hidden motive to survive, which is a a pervasive aspect of consciousness that triggers the mind to speak and you can't get the mind to stop talking unless you identify hidden motives and you you literally correct what is imbalanced there's an imbalance in consciousness you're not in a survival state but consciousness is presenting a survival framework or reality. Okay, so let me get back to reading here. You, you know at the heart of every unconscious reflex is a hidden motive to survive. And in this case, Sally began to distinguish that she was compelled to follow a set of rules about child rearing that she never consciously chose. And that's step two, distinguish the hidden motive. So on investigation... Sally was able to discern that the hidden motive to survive called illogical rules was at work in her life. And remember that there are 10 hidden motives to survive that are pervasive throughout of our our consciousness. They aren't mental. They are actually energetic. They're a part of the framework of consciousness. Then they, they actually trigger mentation, unconscious reflex, They cause the drunk monkey to talk. So, illogical rules were the source of Sally's conflict. So, she did some journaling. She made a list of all of her rules that you, quote-unquote, have to follow to be a good parent. Almost immediately, she discovered that these rules... Didn't even make her feel good. They actually created conflict inside of her. And she was surprised that she didn't even know where they came from. They were just like, well, this is how you're supposed to do it. And you have so many things like that. Well, this is how you're supposed to do it. And it wasn't your parents. It wasn't your society. It wasn't culture. It was just like built into you. This is what I'm talking about. There's a part of your consciousness. You might call it karma. Old, outdated memories of the soul that are driving your thoughts and your behaviors. Well, Sally noticed that she was following these illogical rules for being a good parent and that they were ingrained in her. She noticed that her husband adhered to them too. She reflected on her childhood and even saw that her mom and her dad demonstrated these rules too in the way that, she raised, that they raised her. Her journal list was filled with telltale signs of illogical rules. Here's some of your telltale signs. Have to. Need to. Must should, shouldn't. So many of those rules conflicted with what she actually believed and what she knew inside. The conflict inside of her became very clear. And this is so key because that's awareness is the first critical step. When you start to realize you're the one shooting yourself in the foot, guess what? You stop pulling the trigger. So to undo the drunk monkey's grip, Sally devoted herself to bringing an enlightened perspective to her process. She started to do the releasing illogical rules meditation over and over again. Again, you can find those meditations at matthewferry.com forward slash motives. I'll put the link down below, my gift to you. Sally's objective was to heal this newly discovered distortion in her consciousness. She wanted to release the irrational filter that got created by the hidden motives follow these illogical rules she wanted to literally remove its energy signature from her consciousness but next she confronted the drunk monkey using recontextualization This is another one of the parts of the process of the rapid enlightenment process. You have transcending the unconscious reflexes. That's a little bit what we're talking about today. Correcting the imbalances of the hidden motives to survive. You have piercing through the veil of denial by using strong and weak statements uh, with the muscle testing. And then you also have recontextualization, which is the skill Of describing the conditions and the circumstances of your life in a a way that creates an empowering context for you. So she confronted the drunk monkey using recontextualization. And there's a recontextualization tool that I have. It's actually in the appendix of the book. It's called the worst case scenario exercise. So Sally used her intentional creative mind to play out the worst possible scenario if she were to follow her heart, raising her kids the way she wanted to. And guess what? The drunk monkey already has a powerful ability to imagine and forecast the negative. So she just used it to her advantage. And in this exercise, Sally used her powerful imagination to look at the worst, most nasty possible outcome. And once she completed the worst case scenario, a strange pervasive peace came over her she didn't want the worst case scenario to happen but she had this moment this epiphany when she put the drunk monkey's fears to the test and she came up with a plan if the worst case scenario happened so seeing how the unconscious reflex desire to fit in was being caused by the hidden motive uh, to survive, illogical rules gave Sally a new awareness, and awareness gives you power. Right? With awareness, it's very simple. Awareness makes you flexible. Flexible flexibility makes you uh, gives you more options, and options give you power. So, with awareness, she was able to apply the worst-case scenario exercise and shift her context. This awareness freed her from her survival-based consciousness and made way for enlightened perspectives to influence how she wanted to raise her kids. Sally is now at peace with raising her children. She's happy. She's no longer impacted by the hidden motive triggering the unconscious reflex when it comes to parenting. And she has some mind-bending power to create an epic life as a mom. Okay, so here's the question I have for you. Where are you going to stop trying to fit in and start doing what feels good to you? Stop trying to follow the rules and the protocols and the social processes and instead follow your heart. Trust yourself. Will you put that in the comments for me? I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you are going to focus on. I mean, look, you watched. This is a long session here that we just went through. I want to know. Let me know. Okay, my name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind Epic Life, and I would love it if you would like this video, if you would share this video with other spiritual hooligans that you think would benefit from it, and definitely leave me a comment, okay? This is what tells YouTube that other people should watch this, okay? Your like, your share, your comment, that means a lot to me, but it actually makes a big difference in the world because other people see this video because of you. Thank you for doing that. I encourage you to really leave me a comment, please. Okay. And finally, consider joining us over in our Spiritual Hooligan Facebook group. There's a bunch of people like you and I. We're all talking. We're all commuting. We're talking about these kinds of ideas. I'll put the link below. I'll also put the link down there for the Hidden Motive Release Meditations. My gift to you. Thanks again for tuning in to this Daily Enlightenment.